Welcome to Grace Abounds. I'm Pastor Jen Shaw, and in this podcast, I'm sharing my Sunday sermons from St. John's Lutheran Church, Palm Desert, California. I'm so grateful that you've joined us, and I trust that these words build you up in faith, hope, and love. About 13 years ago now, in my successful attempt to lose 100 pounds, most of which I've kept off, I set a goal to run the entire Big Sycamore Canyon Trail in Thousand Oaks. 15.4 miles from mountaintop to seashore and back, an elevation gain of about 1,000 feet. And I did. (laughs) At the end of that goal year in February of 2009, in three hours and five minutes. An average of about five miles an hour. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> not, not really running, more like jogging. But still, it was life-changing completing that goal. Pushing through the pain. I once did actually yell at myself aloud on the trail, you are not quitting. Feeling that Runner's high, it's a real thing. Like you're almost weightless, like you just could go on forever. Not competing against anybody, just trying to be my best. And feeling the presence of God in those hours and hours I spent on the trail in God's beautiful creation. Faith is like running. As the author of Hebrews writes in chapter 12, encouraging us to set our eyes on Jesus Christ, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, the starting mark and finish line of our race, and to strip off the sin that weighs us down and trips us up, and to run with perseverance the race ahead of us. As we are surrounded by the great cloud of witnesses who ran their race before us and who surround us now. Heroes of the faith whose stories are recounted in Hebrews 11. Heroes of the faith like Abraham and Sarah who trusted the Lord and followed God's call to leave their home country for a new land, who set out before they even knew where they were going, trusting that the Lord would show them the way, who trusted the Lord would give them descendants as numerous as the stars, through whom all the families of the earth will be blessed, who trusted the Lord, and whose faith was considered by the Lord as righteousness. Heroes of the faith like Moses, who trusted the Lord and followed God's call to go down to Egypt to lead the numerous descendants of Abraham and Sarah, the family of Israel, out of slavery, who trusted the Lord would lead them through the wilderness and to the promised land, even when the people themselves thought otherwise, who trusted the Lord and expressed the greatest commandments, 
to love God with our whole being and love our neighbor as ourself. The heroes of the faith like David and Samuel and the prophets who spoke the words of the Lord to the people, words we still have thousands of years later, words that make known who God is and who we are. The prophets declared to the people that God, our creator, redeemer, sustainer, is faithful and called on us to respond in faith. The prophets comforted the people in their suffering and confronted the people in their sin and often at great cost to themselves. As Hebrews 11 recounts, but they persevered. They kept going in faith. As the message translation put it, they made their way as best they could on the cruel edges of this world. And they did so because they were looking forward in hope to the city with foundations designed and built by God. They kept going because they knew God was leading them to a better resurrection, a better country that is a heavenly one. They kept going because they trusted the Lord and they ran with perseverance the race that was before them. They trusted the Lord is faithful in the Lord's promises before they even saw the Lord's greatest promise fulfilled. As the Apostle Paul writes to the church in Corinth, all of God's promises are yes in Jesus Christ, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, the one who makes us all perfect, complete, whole, the God of all creation in the flesh, who loves us so much that he joined with us in our humanity, lived a life of grace and truth, showed us and taught us how to love, suffered along with us in this fallen world broken by human sin, assuring us that we never suffer alone. This is the baptism of which Jesus speaks in Luke 12, his suffering and death and resurrection. Jesus dove into the waters of our human condition, took hold of us, and brings us with him into the fresh air of eternal life. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, knowing his death frees us from death forever. His resurrection gives us life that does not end. His sacrifice saves us. He ascended into heaven, and one day, Christ will come again and make all things new. He will heal us in the whole creation. His joy and our joy will be complete. As C.S. Lewis puts it, joy is the serious business of heaven. Jesus 
goes before us into life. And as we keep our eyes fixed on him, grow in our relationship with him, spend time with him, we see that the future is good, that the journey is worth it, that we don't run this race alone. I felt alone a lot my freshman year at Westmont College in Santa Barbara. I was unprepared for life on my own, even though I was only an hour from home. I struggled socially, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I never stopped loving God, but I became deeply uncertain about God's love for me. And then one day, as I was hiking through the mountains of Montecito, yes, there's a theme here, <laughs> in a moment of pure grace, I just knew God loves me. God will take care of me. It will be okay. I felt then, as I feel now, the presence of the Spirit of God in Christ my Lord with me and for me. God is nearby, as the prophet Jeremiah declares. God cares for us. God is invested in our lives, and God speaks to us through God's word, through the word embodied in Christ, through the Holy Spirit, through the wise counsel of friends, in this community of faith, in God's beautiful creation. And God's word, as Jeremiah declares, is a refining fire that illuminates who God is and who we are, that incinerates everything in us, that is ungodly and unhealthy and unloving, so that what is godly and loving and healthy remains, that burns away the dross of our sin, so that we shine like gold, like stars, like the people God intends for us to be. As Jesus says in Luke 12, I came to bring fire on the earth. Just to be clear, Jesus did not come to torch the world in hellfire and brimstone. Jesus came to ignite the world with grace and truth and love. Jesus wants good for each and every one of us and wants each and every one of us to be good. As Martin Luther puts it, good works do not make a person good, but a good person does good works. Jesus not only saves us from sin, he intends for us to stop sinning, to do what he told us to do, to live as he showed us to live, to let go of that sin that clings so closely, that weighs us down, that trips us up, and travel light through this life running with perseverance the race that is before us.
It takes dedication to follow Jesus in a fallen world. It might be tough to hear these words of Jesus in Luke 12. Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, but rather division. Because we know, as the Gospels declare throughout, that Jesus came to bring peace. The Gospel of Luke begins and ends in peace at the birth of Jesus. The angels sing of peace on earth. After Jesus heals people, he says to them, go in peace. When he appears to his startled disciples after his resurrection, he says to them, peace be with you. The peace that Jesus brings is shalom, that Hebrew word for peace. It is not simply the absence of conflict, but the presence of wholeness, health, well-being. It is the world as God first made it to be in order and goodness and beauty and will one day make it again. Peace is reconciled and harmonized and loving relationship with God and each other. And so perhaps the very reason that Jesus brings division is because he brings this peace in a world that doesn't want it. A fallen world seeking false peace. The false peace, for example, of the Pax Romana, the peace of Rome, as Rome violently conquered one people after another. Or the peace, the false peace, that we hear the Lord critique in Psalm 82, the false peace of religious and governmental authorities who try to maintain order through unjust and oppressive laws, or the false peace of the self-satisfied, the self-righteous who think they don't need God, or God's grace, or God's word. To proclaim the peace of Christ is to upset the false peace of this fallen world. For those early disciples of Jesus, to say Jesus is Lord was to say Caesar is not. A claim that could get you killed in that time and place, and many were. To say yes to Jesus was to say no to other allegiances, including family members and friends. Families were divided as some came to faith in Christ and some did not. The disciples were rejected by family members, and some of them were even turned into Roman authorities by members of their own families. They were persecuted, and they suffered, and they died. They gave their lives, speaking the good news and doing the good work of Jesus Christ in this world in this world that was not worthy of them, the heroes of the faith, the great cloud of witnesses who came before us and who surround us now. And so what does it mean for you today to let go of that sin that weighs you down and trips you up? 
What do you need to toss into the Lord's refining fire? And what does it mean for you today to run with perseverance the race that is before you, especially in these extremely challenging times? What is the authentic peace you need to sustain you? And what does it mean for you today to fix your eyes on Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who doesn't ask us to go anywhere he hasn't been himself, who runs along beside us every step of the way, and who will meet us in our heavenly home just over the finish line when our race in this life is complete. Thanks for listening. We're doing this every week, so make sure to subscribe. If you'd like more information about St. John's mission to know Christ and make Christ known, visit our website, stjohnslutheran.church. May God bless you on this day and in all the days ahead.